0: Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Welcome back, everybody. Bob Stoffer live from Crypto.com Arena. It's 1236 in Edmonton. This is Oilers Now. And uh, we are going to head off momentarily to the River Cree Resort and Casino hotline and join Elliot Friedman from NHL Hockey and Rogers for Abe's Door Service, where services are specialty. visit abesdoor.ca. And Elliot is our headliner today for Will Hawk Beef Jerky; it's the best you've ever tasted. Search for Will Hawk W I L H A U K today. Hello, Elliot. How are you doing? I'm good, Bob. So you went to the morning skate today, and you're staying all day. Uh, Yes, we're in the building. We're doing three hours on game days. Um, So the players are just literally leaving the ice as we speak right now. Uh, So this
1: is dedication, everyone, that Bob is spending the whole day at the rink. I hope all the great listeners of Oilers Now know how dedicated uh, uh, Bob is to you that he's staying. And I'm actually not kidding about this. Normally I would be poking fun at you, but good on you, Bob. They want the content.
0: Well, the hotel is 29 feet away from the arena, as you know. Yeah,
1: but still, but still like, you know, you you always like to have your time, especially on a, a game day, which are the longest days to relax. (laughs) <laughs> get a nap in you know who knows what you like to do in the afternoon drink champagne and I don't know do what else you do I, I yeah. shudder
0: to think of what it might be so it's good on well, you yeah well thank you for that and I'll slide you the $20 bill next year in Toronto <laughs> when we go or when we see the uh, uh Maple Leafs in the Stanley Cup final Elliot uh <laughs> it's funny uh, and I know you guys have focused on the Oilers on Monday and Wednesday night in that late game yeah um, I I, I got to tell you, five on five. I don't know how much better Edmonton can play in this series. Like they've played, they played pretty well. And if not for Jonas Corpusalo, um mm-hmm. There might have been separation goals in both game one and game two of the series so far. Like, L.A. is sitting here at 1-1, and if I'm Todd McClellan, I'm not happy with how my team's played.
1: I would say for the most part, I would agree with you. I think they've been the better team at five-on-five. I just think that a lot of the times where Edmonton has gotten into this series, it's been self-inflicted. Yeah, um, you know, like for example, you know, they were in such great shape in game one, and they 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 let the Kings off the mat. Like that to me was on the Oilers. Uh, they were up two nothing in Game Two, and they had about seven or eight bad minutes at the end of the second, and it was it was a tie game, which they eventually righted themselves. Like like um, they just made some decisions there that just weren't smart, and uh, <coughs> excuse me, it cost them two goals. So um, I you know look, LA has to start scoring earlier. They they can't consistently be giving up two goal leads here. I agree with you that Korpisalo has been very good. I'm curious to see. And there have been some rumors we could see Fiala soon. Uh, we'll see. But, like, they have to start scoring because the too often the Oilers have been able to dictate the first 20 to 30 minutes, if not longer. And I just don't think you can win against Edmonton playing that way.
0: Uh, the numbers that Leon Dry settled, 64 points now in 40 career playoff games. That's yeah. the best all time. Uh, by the way, I, you know, it's not like Connor's doing poorly. Connor, I mean, no. Leon's at, thir- this is game number 40 for Leon and game number <laughs> 40 for Connor. Connor's at 56, Sacken's mm-hmm. at 57, and there's only four players 60-plus points in their first 40 games. Uh, but Settle really has become, I mean, 17 points last year in five games against the Flames on one one leg. He's really kind of become a huge playoff performer, hasn't
1: he? Yeah, he and you know what? He likes the stage, right? And you know, to be honest, I'm not worried in the least bit about McDavid. The fact he only has one point uh, in two games—like I, I can't think about anything I worry about less than in the NHL than Connor McDavid's production. Yeah. But um, you know, like I, I just think that Drysaddle has been excellent. And uh, uh, you know, he loves the stage. He, he really loves the stage. There's something about the playoffs that really gets to him. If there was any doubt about it, it should have been a race last year by the, by the way he played on the injury. And, um, you know, the, 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 the higher the stage, the better he seems to get. And uh, it, it's a great sign. Like, I love watching those guys play. I, I really do.
0: Uh, the Oilers have been the more assertive-slash-aggressive team. They do have 10 mm-hmm. penalties. Uh, mm-hmm. LA's had 10 power plays. The Oilers have only had four. I think Todd, or, uh, Todd McClellan would say, hey, we need to get going earlier in games. The Oilers didn't give up a shot to LA in the first 18. Conversely, mm-hmm. uh, Jay Woodcroft might say, you know, we need to do a little bit better job, but four power plays through two games is still only four power plays two, through two games. It's funny how it all works out cuz man there were some conspiracy theories coming out of Toronto after game number 1 with Wes McCullough. working that that stuff was uh, you incredible
1: know, I, 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 I don't even I don't even like like the stuff that people were posting I don't even I can I the it's best just ref, not, the guy's the best ref in
0: the league he's the no, best it, ref. It,
1: it, it, no you know what Bob it's not even that it's 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 just gross yeah. And the way it was portrayed, I don't even like talking about it because it wasn't right, well, accurate on. the way it was portrayed. But so, it's just, it's gross. Do you believe
0: that the marbles will balance out in the course of a series?
1: <laughs> I generally think they do. Yeah, me um, too. I, I, uh, I, you know, the thing is, like, I have seen... ER DMs to me or their fans about how this is all my fault because I pointed out that McDavid got two calls in the first period of game one.
0: I, Elliot, it's, I, have, just, I just want to establish it's yeah. all your fault.
1: i have seen your dms oiler fans and uh i i i i am sorry for causing you pain no i i have to say bob i like and you know me i have argued (coughs) several times over the years (coughs) that mcdavid deserves a lot more calls than he gets and i think i feel that very strongly and i still do um but, you know, I, I thought in the first period of game one, when he got two calls against him, which I thought were legitimate penalties, you know, I, I said, boy, this is a great thing for the Oilers. And and what, they've had two power plays since or something like that, maybe three? Yeah, we'll um, go, yeah. <laughs> And so, you know, I, I think at the end of the day... Um, Look, I I think you have to like the position you're in. You're going to get more calls. There's there's no question about that. Um, you know, I think. In, excuse me. In two games, you guys have shown that you're the better team. The Kings, the Kings have to elevate more than you do. They need to score sooner. They need to they need to take leads once in a while. They can't always depend on. Corpusalo not giving up that third goal, and if they don't change that recipe for the way these games are getting played, they're not going to beat you. It's that simple.
0: I'm going to ask people right now to text us on the Ashley Fine Flores text line as Elliot goes and clears his throat for thirty seconds. (laughs) Uh, Do you have any? uh, Speaking of recipes, do you have any recommendations and recipes for Elliot to help him out with this cough that's been bugging Mm -hmm. him for several weeks? So, uh, Uh, actually, I
1: I just started. I just started a new puffer today, so I'm I'm imagining this is going to get taken. Taken
0: care of. All right, that's 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 good to hear. Uh So yeah, I, the orders have been the better team five on five, uh, but they've also squandered opportunities in both games to kind of put the Kings away. Elliot, I got to tell you, in the back half of this season, and Edmonton did lose four road games, and they weren't pretty. The games they lost after January the tenth, um, you know, they lost in Montreal in February. It was the end of a four-game road trip. They stunk the join out. It was a six-two game Super Bowl Sunday, second of the back-to-back. Yep. Back. It was the worst performance of the season. They. Uh, uh, they lost in Columbus 6-4. They had 49 shots on goal in that game. Corpusalo gave up four. He was tremendous from the middle of the second period until halfway through the third before Columbus got the insurance goal. The orders I think, they had 30 shots in a 20-minute span in that game. So they lost in Montreal, they lost in Columbus, and then they lost to Winnipeg and Toronto. That's it. They went 16-4-2. Do you think we've we have a generation of players that actually are easier, at, at, or maybe is it a byproduct of how the games play today, where it actually might be easier to play on the road than it is at home? I'm serious about this. I,
1: I, I don't know about that. Like, I, like I think everybody's different. I just think you have a good team, Bob. Like that's that's what it comes down to. Okay. Um, like you know, you you're you know some like. Uh, I like. I've seen. I, I'm saying this purely anecdotally. I, I don't have any statistical evidence to back this up, but I've seen lots of teams have a really lousy last game on the road uh, in the in at the end of a decent or long trip. Right. Like that's not unusual for me. I, I just think that you guys have a good team, and that makes a difference. Um, And also sometimes I think there are letdowns against the occasional team like, you know, Montreal or or Columbus. Um, But generally, I just think you guys are are really good. And I think when you're led by the talent that you guys are led by, it doesn't matter where you play. You're going to play a lot of good games.
0: Yeah. Uh, all right, Elliot. Uh, I want to get to a couple of, the, you know, uh, I think it's fair to say because Edmonton did go three rounds. Yes, there's pressure on the Oilers. They got McDavid and Settle. Everybody always, oh, there's a window there. I, I do think there's more pressure on Toronto, especially after the 7-3 loss in the opening game. I picked the Leafs to win the series in five. Um, they pounded Tampa last night. Your thoughts on the bounce back in that series that everybody's watching as well?
1: Well, I, I, I said this last night, and I said it a couple of times, Bob, is that, you know, no headman, no Cernak, no excuses. Like, you know, there, there was no excuse for any result other than the one they got last night. They were down one nothing. Tampa Bay is missing two of their top three defensemen. You you have to pound them, and and they did. Um, They showed no mercy, and that's what good teams should do. When you have a weakened opponent in the playoffs, you take advantage. Now, we'll see where this goes. Um, I have suspected, and we'll we'll see if it turns out to be true, but I have suspected that one of the reasons the bunting suspension was three games was because they had reason to believe Cernak was going to be out a little bit. So, you know, we'll see, we'll see if that happens. Like, I'll tell you this, like if he misses, if, if he, I'm sure if he plays tomorrow night, there's going to be people screaming that, Oh, this was too harsh. But if he doesn't play tomorrow night and that's, you know, that's two full games out two and a half, really. Then I think people are going to stop. And anyone who's complaining about the length of the suspension is going to stop complaining about it. Um, you know, but Hedman's obviously a big one too. Like I just, I just don't see how Tampa can beat Toronto. if Both those guys aren't playing. Like I know they have the best goalie of his generation, But I I don't know that they can beat Toronto without those two guys. So we'll see where we are tomorrow night.
0: Helene Elliott is just reporting right now involving the LA Kings. Kings head coach Todd McClellan says Blake Lizotte is out with a lower body injury. Fiala remains out of the lineup for Los Angeles. Uh, Gabe Velarde who I've loved for years. I've, I've I've sat and had this conversation with Todd McClellan over a glass of wine in Kelowna uh, about Villardi being a player. Uh, he's going to play center tonight for LA. Came back was terrific the other night against the Edmonton Oilers. Um Some other quick, just on Tampa, man, they're old school, eh, when they're down. Like, this has Mm -hmm. been a modus operandi for them all season long. For years. They get down late in games, and it gets ugly out there.
1: Yeah, you know, but it's happened in a few of these games. Like, if you looked at Minnesota-Dallas uh, the other night, game two. You looked at New Jersey Rangers last night, game two. You know, the one thing I like the officials doing is the misconducts. Like, they're just tossing people out of games, so they don't get out of, even more out of hand. Which is probably, like, like I don't mind the right stuff, or the rough stuff. That stuff doesn't scare me. Um, but uh, it doesn't scare me at all. Uh, but... Um, uh, you know, I, I just think that if you want to tone down the temperature, throw the misconducts out there. And, and that's basically what they did in all three games. Tampa is in this whole run where they've been uh, a Stanley cup champion and then two wins shy of a third one. They've been among the league's most penalized teams. This, yeah. is, this is not new for them. This is the way they do things. So, I mean, if you heard us last night in the second intermission, you're in LA. Um,
0: we said that the third period was going to be like that because that's just the way Tampa's going to be. Julian Breezebaugh, man, he's ruthless, hard-nosed, just saw his team lose Saw his team lose Elliott lose to Columbus and four straight in eighteen nineteen and built a bigger, heavier, more competitive team ever since. All right, some quick hitters for you. No surprise ultimately with Brad Trailiving. Uh, mm-hmm. could we end up in a domino scenario with like how closely is uh could you foresee a scenario with Trailiving would be in the mix in Pittsburgh? And I know some people have linked Kyle Dubas to Pittsburgh if Toronto does get beat in the opening round. And I wonder whether or not Trey would be a guy that would make sense in Toronto. I do not envision, put it this way, Elliot, it's my belief Brad Trey will be a general manager next year. Agree or disagree?
1: Well, I I think a lot of that might be up to him. I I think some people have wondered if he'll take time. Um, So he, like, I think that's going to be up to him. Um, you know, we'll see where that goes. Look, I, I think he is going to be a contender anywhere he wants to go. Um, I think, you know, I, I think you know, I think Pittsburgh is going through a big process. I, I had heard that what the Penguins were going to do is they were going to use this opportunity to talk to a lot of people. And I think what's what's going to be interesting here is do they come down with a, with a more experienced president of hockey ops like a Brad Tree living, uh, Kyle Dubas, Doug Wilson type, and then do they hire like someone new as the GM. Like I think one of the reasons Pittsburgh went with the group it did after Hextall and Burke and Chris Pryor were fired is that they didn't really feel they had anyone experienced enough to be a full-on interim GM. So I think that what that says to me is that whoever is at the top of the food chain here will not be an inexperienced person. It'll be someone with a bit more, but I do think they are going to look to elevate fresher faces into their number two position. I think that will happen with Pittsburgh. And I think they're going through the process now. Same thing in Philly. I think they're, Their search firm is out there trying to identify candidates. Um, You know, Emily Castonguay's name has been out there. You know, I've heard she's indicated to Vancouver that she's she's happy there and she wants to stay. Um, So, you know, we'll see where... Um, that's going to go, but I think Philly is kind of going through the process. Like there's been a lot of rumors that Scott Mellenby was in there the other day. You know, he's, he's got that, that flyer DNA and he's an experienced executive. I think the thing that the flyers are just looking to do is just modernize their entire front office. But I think Briere is going to be the GM. Like, I don't think he's going to be affected. I think he's going to have the hockey say and then it's just the question is what kind of comes in around them and you know toronto look look uh look like honestly yeah i know i almost called you jeff uh too much i speak to merrick too much you know look bob i I think there's a couple things at play in toronto number one is how they do and number two what dubas wants i i I think that those are the two things there i think he wants to be a leaf first and foremost but i think there's got to be some things worked out there uh in the decision making process but I think, for, but I think, you know, ultimately they've got to win this series. If they don't win this series, decisions are going to be made that, uh, you know, that uh, decisions are going to be made that it won't matter if they don't win. Put it that way.
0: Conroy, GM Calgary?
1: I don't know about that. I think he's definitely a contender, but I've heard they're going to go through a process. I think there's a lot of people internally that want Conroy. Uh, to be the guy and I think he absolutely is oh yeah and I think absolutely he is a contender but I think they want to go through the process first Um, you know like like the other thing here is you know I believe Don Maloney and and Daryl Sutter were supposed to meet this week it's been quiet um, you know, I have believed for some time now that I thought Sutter would be back. But, it, you know, it's just interesting that it's been quiet. So I don't want to jump to any conclusions.
0: Elliot, our uh, listeners are relieved to hear you've got a new puffer. And, uh, <laughs> <Thanks>. <laughs> they care about you, man. Thanks for joining us here in Oilers Now. All right, Bob. Good luck tonight. Enjoy the game. Yeah, we'll need it. Uh, that is Elliot Friedman from NHL Hockey on Rogers. It is uh, 1254 in Edmonton, Bob Stoffer along with Michael Noto live at crypto.com Arena, Brendan Scott back in the 630 Ted Studios and uh, well, uh, we're going to get to a couple things when we return on Oilers Now including Oilers game day trivia for proamsports.ca. Bob Stoffer, Brendan Scott with you. Bob Stoffer and Brendan Scott with you. Just heard for Elliot Freeman for Abe's Door Service. Elliot's our headliner today for Wilhock Beef Jerky. And we'll tell you the guests on the show receive gift certificates to Roos Chris Steakhouse. They've been on board with Oilers Now for the last 11 years on 630 Jed. Roos Chris Steakhouse, it's the greatest steak you've ever had. You can follow the sizzle to 99.90 Jasper Avenue. Tell Chris and Chef Eltaf that Oilers Now sent you. Roos Chris is open uh, every Oilers game night and Tuesday through Sunday from 5 p.m. until close. This is the easiest trivia question you're ever going to get I'm for grabs, bragging rights in a $50 GC, courtesy of our friends at Pro-Am Sports. Oilers game day trivia. Pro-Am Sports, fan cave and fan gear specialist for all budgets in Edmonton on St. Albert Trail and at ProAmsports.ca. Leon Dreisaitl of the Edmonton Oilers has the third most amount of points through his first 40 games. This is game 40 for Leon tonight. His first 40 games of his NHL playoff career. He's got the third most points. He's got 64 points in 39 games. Name the two players ahead of him. (laughs) And by the way, the two best players over the last 40 years in the league. It's pretty easy. 780-496-0063. That is our uh, game day trivia for ProAmSports.c. Anybody can play today. We'll head off to a Global News Weather Traffic Update coming up with Randy Kelburn. And when we come back, we're going to load it up and get after it on the Ashley Fine Floor's text line at 780-496-0063. And the River Cree Resort Casino Hotline. You're listening to it is Now Live from Live.